so that as a clinician, I don't have to find to listen to everything you might need. I could actually anticipate and offer supportive explanations about medications. Good day and welcome to another HIMSCast podcast. I am Bill Sawicki, Managing Editor of Healthcare IT News, a HIMS Media publication. Today we'll be discussing what hospitals and health systems and other providers need to be working on in 2024 when it comes to the patient experience. My guest is from Press Ganey Associates, a patient experience consulting firm with 40 years of experience in the field. My guest is Chrissy Daniels, Chief Experience Officer. Welcome, Chrissy. Thanks, Bill. So we have plenty to discuss on this critical topic. So let's begin. You suggest that this year, the patient experience must prioritize accessibility and equity in patient care. How can hospitals and health systems accomplish this? So uh, I think for a long time in patient experience, we've rightfully been focused on the interactions patients have with us, how we create a meaningful, authentic, psychologically safe, and clinically excellent connections between caregivers and patients. What patients are telling us now is that we need to equally focus on how we make the access to healthcare and healthcare information easier. Um, we need to reduce their effort in being able to really get insights and treatment. And so that opens up a, a huge uh, focus area for us, how we make all those transactions of healthcare easier. You know, we often think of patient experience starting with the connection with the call center. I would say that what our what our consumers tell us is that the experience starts online. More and more patients are looking for actual information and functionality to be digitally enabled. And so the CIO of today plays a huge role in creating that ease of information and that ease of connection through digital channels. Um, so think about uh, the experience starting online. Can patients find the information that they need? More and more patients are looking for the capability of scheduling appointments online, to be able to pay bills online, and to really make those great connections in a digital space. When we think about equity, um, it's really moving beyond that holistic average of patient experience. We've tended to spend a lot of effort looking at overall measures of experience, and there's true power in moving beyond that average experience. I always say, if all you're looking at is, is experience averages, it's likely that your experience will only be average. Healthcare is comprised of a world of humans looking for care. And so whether we're segmenting care based on disease state or diagnosis, segmenting on um, measures of age, gender, race, and ethnicity, 
or even combining some of those for more specific views. We think we need to bring an equity lens to everything we do. Um, It's not about treating everyone the same. It's about meeting our patients and their specific needs and ensuring that each of those populations has access to safe, high-quality, compassionate, and easy-to-use care. Well, on another front, uh, you say the patient experience in 2024 needs to explore innovative approaches to patient engagement and education. Um, What do CIOs and other health IT leaders need to be doing here? So in the past, patient experience measures have largely been survey-based. We think about, I, I tend to think about it as a category of feedback. We ask patients, how did we do? Um, In today's environment, with all the technologic enablement we have, I think every CIO needs to have a listening platform. How do we not just ask for feedback? How did we do? But for input, what would you like? And with technology advancements, we're able to engage patients and families in the co-design of care. How can we ask them as we're designing solutions, not just around an episode or an interaction they had, but actually cultivating um, communities of patients who can advise us as we're designing, whether it's a new digital strategy, whether we're thinking about um, our growth goals and how we might expand services. When we're designing learning, how do we meet the consumer where they are, whether that's using video learning or even interactive gamification? We've seen a widespread adoption of portals. And using portals as an education form is something that's really exciting. I try to design with the end in mind, and I can foresee a time when a patient might choose to get all of their communication with the health system through an app or a portal. And letting patients lean into that partnership is a great way to create that stickiness and that true connection that drives loyalty. And technology is an amazing enabler. Okay. Well, this year, uh, provider organizations must emphasize the importance of integrating cutting-edge technologies to enhance the overall patient experience, you say. Uh Um, So on that note, what are the technologies and how should they be used to boost experience? So I would say an important technology is um, looking at more qualitative engagement tools. How is it that we um, meet patients where they are and learn more about their lives and their health? So one powerful tool is like the ability to um, have patients be able to record and understand points in their life, their their care journey outside of care, and bringing that into the system through a digital community. Another exciting tool is something as simple as being able to give feedback as we design apps. How is it that we can understand where those little friction points are? Are we listening as people are navigating their healthcare journeys? And then lastly, thinking about new ways of listening. 
whether, you know, as we look at the advancement of AI and how we can not only use um, more specific language um, analytics to be able to not always use quantitative data understand things, but to use call recordings or message analysis to look at those things. And lastly, um, you know, we've heard from almost every one of our clients that there is a hunger to think about the power of machine learning and how we can remove some of those really non-value-added tasks to be able to keep uh, the sand out of the shoes of our providers. And so while those uh, applications of machine learning are, are on the beginning edge of change, there's great promise for us that we can really remove some of those um, uh, analytic and information churning kinds of activities to think through how we can bring real value. And a great example of that is the use of uh, digital assistance in composing messages and responding um, as more and more patients really adopt our portals and use them as a tool for communicating information and to get more information. Now, elsewhere this year, uh, you advise that hospitals and health systems must explore the potential of utilizing data analytics and AI mm-hmm. to personalize patient care. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? Absolutely. Um, I mean, the promise of patient experience is that we're having an individualized interaction. But in the past, that burden has been put squarely on the shoulders of the caregiver. Caregivers have been asked to care more or or empathize or expand their empathy. But that is a huge cognitive burden. Um, What we're able to do with our very large data sources is actually anticipate the needs that patients might have insert in all sorts of clinical interactions. My needs in a primary care visit are very different than my needs in my first breast cancer appointment or when I've recently been diagnosed with diabetes. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to need in that moment. We're able to use a huge amount of uh, real-time data that's coming in from our more than 400 million patient responses in the last year to anticipate what a patient's care needs might be in a particular clinical moment. And our goal, and our and certainly for us, our partnership with Epic is to be able to drive those um, uh, diagnostic, predictive analytics into caregiver workflow. So that as a clinician, I don't have to fine-tune listen to everything you might need. I could actually anticipate and offer supportive explanations about medications or understanding follow-up plans in a way that you will need in the moment. Well, I just have uh, one more question for you today, Chrissy. Does that sound good? I love it. Okay. Another suggestion from you. You say that provider organizations need to recognize the growing importance of mental health in patient Mm -hmm. experience. I'd love for you to explain the connection. Well, I really appreciate you asking that question, Bill. Um, Mental health is an important part of every healthcare dialogue. 
both the health care of the patient and the health care of the mental health of the caregiver. We've seen a, a tremendous shift in uh, being willing to co- have conversations about mental health. And I think there's some powerful ways that technology uh, really delivers promise in understanding and responding to mental health needs. Probably one of the most interesting are um, some projects that Lavongo um, actually started several years ago where they're using wearables and and daily prompts with patients to help understand and anticipate in increasing and declining um, mental health needs. Uh, I think it's CVS as well has been a, an early mover in this space, understanding that mental health is, is really hard to treat it in an episodic way, but having that constant communication and connection can help us meet our patients in a way that anticipates their needs before they uh, have full decline. I'm super excited about the role of technology to really transform our patient interactions from ones of episodes of care to some an environment where we're in context. Machine learning is a place where that can really start to happen. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that our caregivers have never been under more pressure, that as we think about normalizing conversations about mental health, how can we make it okay to check in for ourselves? Um, I think more and more healthcare organizations are um, opening up their definition of health to include mental health and understand and support the mental health of their caregivers. And so as we think of some of those solutions and those connection points with patients, I think they bear real fruit um, as large employers with a huge diverse workforces that we think about how we support the mental health of our caregivers as well. Excellent. And that is today's HIMSCast. I'd like to thank my guest, Chrissy Daniels, Chief Experience Officer at Press Ganey Associates. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you so much for inviting me, Bill. It's been great to talk about this with you. And to all of our listeners, stay tuned. Another podcast is on the way soon.